Welcome to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contributions by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Monday, December 11th. And joining me as always, Dr. Orfe Devangi, PhD economist. Hey, Dr. O, you and I often trade texts, emails, things that we pick up on the internet, things that we see from YouTubers, things that we'd see on uh, Twitter X that bring a smile to our face because they're so hyperbolic and they're so bananas and and they're so wrong. They're so they're so wrong. I mean, like. You have chief economists. You have all kinds of market analysts. You have all kinds of people with views. I mean, it's a great country that you're free to have all kinds of views, right? And then think for yourself. It's a beautiful country for that. I, I gotta say. But I love the, I love the moniker that you've hung on these people, the doom charlatans. So I guess, you know, sizzling headlines, uh, certainly they will, they will sell better than straightforward headlines that are not hyperbolic. But if you do put flames uh, behind your image uh, on YouTube, I think that we have a right to make fun of you. So what is it that the doom charlatans get wrong? And why is it that the doom charlatans occupy so much oxygen, you know, with regard to the conversations around economics? Ah, man. Well, first of all, I guess the crazy headlines sell, right? I mean, the the one I sent you this weekend is just absolutely hilarious. We got a guy who's chief economist somewhere. I'm not going to name his name who basically looked at the labor market report that we got this past week. And I mean, some people are just pessimistic, right? And and he thought the labor market was absolutely terrible, right? Uh, We added 199,000 jobs, the unemployment rate's 3.8%. And he was talking about, oh, this labor market is terrible. We've lost so many people. The labor force is is lower, lower. The size of the labor force is lower than it was in 2020. Well, dude, if you, if you look at the numbers, the size of the labor force is only lower than it was in 2020 because there's a bunch of people that actually retired. And that's a good thing. These people worked their whole lives. <laughs> they got older. We, we definitely have a demographic issue in this country, right? We got an aging population. That's for sure. And that's the only problem we got. Uh, it's a good thing that people can work their whole lives and save up enough and you see the stock market soaring and be able to say, hey, I'm going to go and retire in Florida somewhere. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And yet, but, but anyway, same guy who, by the way, a month ago had a post. This is interesting. A post on LinkedIn a month ago where he was praising the rise. And I read this quote, gold, the shining star of the financial world, has proven its status as the best asset for investors, soaring 21% year over year. Guess what, my friend? If you adjust those returns for inflation, gold has underperformed. I think if you had gold in the last, I don't know, 50 years or 60 years, your return on gold would have been something like 0.08%, 0.8%, something like that. The point is, right, you adjust those numbers for inflation and you're way off. I'd rather have my money in the stock market all day long, my friend. And so these are the types of posts that you see from some of these people. It's they're so doom and gloom that they think the world's going to end and that you should put all your money in gold. And guess what? If you follow the doom and gloom 
what did I call them? The charlatans of doom? The doom charlatans. If you follow the doom charlatans, you'll be way off. You will lose a ton of money and you will miss the boat, right? And everybody will leave you in the dust. And and that's what I think about that. Uh, but, you know, the, you look at YouTube, it's full of these people, right? The, the Some people predicted we were going to be in a recession in 2023. I mean, the, the recession, the recession conversation started in 2022, like early 22. Everybody thought, hey, the Fed is going to raise interest rates. We're in a recession by the end of the year. We got to the end of 2022. They revised their forecast. Oh, it's going to happen in 2023. Doom and gloom again. And guess what? We made it at 2023. The unemployment rate is 3.8%. Think about that. Almost everybody who wants a job in America who's out looking for work is finding a job. And even the people that lost their jobs, by the way, I have friends that lost their jobs. There are people that lost their jobs in those interest rate sensitive sectors that are able to find a job again. Yeah, they might not find it in tech, but they find it in government. Those skills, those transferable skills are so good that they're able to find work whenever they decide that they really want to get back to work. And so you're seeing it everywhere. I got neighbors who work for Microsoft that are going into the government sector. I got, you know, it's unbelievable. It's That's what a tight labor market is. A tight labor market is one where you have so much demand and not enough supply that workers have a ton of bargaining power. And yes, that bargaining power has shifted somewhat as the labor market was cooling in the past year, but the labor market is still pretty tight. And that's the reality. And so, you know, to hear this thing, to hear these people com- complain about uh, the world coming to an end, America being uh, the, the, the economy. By the way, we have the best economy in the world. The rest of the world is slowing down. This economy has been resilient, has been solid. It's unbelievable. Uh, and yeah, I understand that, you know, some people put it down on the politics, right? It's, uh, you know, when, it, when one person's in power, the world is rosy. When the other person, when the other party's in power, the world is coming to an end. I get it. But let's look at the numbers. America has the strongest, most resilient economy uh, among the largest economies in the world right now. And we're doing pretty darn well. And so predictions to 2024, I think, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. Well, as always, Dr. O, I appreciate your insights, and thanks for being you. For Orfe Devangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. Are you tired of news that puts politics over people? At the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation, we believe in putting people over politics by delivering nonpartisan news and audio content that serves you, the American taxpayer. With Franklin News Foundation, you can read fact-based, state-focused news for free at thecentersquare.com. You can listen to civil, balanced conversations between policy experts through our podcast network at americastalking.com. Or you can get in-depth news on K-12 education spending, curriculum, and school safety at chalkboardnews.com. It's all free through Franklin, where we put you, the American taxpayer, first in every story, episode, and conversation. And it's only possible through our supporters. Together, we can produce content that puts people over politics and brings Americans the news they deserve. Become a supporter today at franklinnews.org slash donate. Once again, that's franklinnews.org slash donate.